So, welcome to Beers and Banter, a Hobby Homies podcast where <laughs> myself, Fox, and my friend Shane. What's up? Uh, we proceed to drink beers and talk some banter around hobby and also just whatever the heck comes to mind. <laughs> That's it, dude. Um, so, for these episodes, we usually have almost zero plans except to crack a couple beers. Which brings me to yeah. my first question for you, Shane. And I already know the answer is probably going to be drys. <laughs> but I'm going to ask anyways, just in case you've got a surprise for me. <laughs> what are you drinking? Something different, mate. I'm oh. drinking um, Carlton Dry. Okay. <laughs> you had me excited there, dude. You had me on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, this man's going to drop a, uh, a Carlton Draft or something on me. <laughs> Oh, no, you can't go back to draft, dude. Once you drink the dries, you can never go back to draft <laughs> unless it's out of a tap. And then if you're desperate. Draft's pretty good out of a tap. I mean, I think yeah. all beer is, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when it comes out of a tap, all flavors are neutralized and it just tastes the same. Unless oh. that the, li- the lines of the tap haven't been cleaned for a long time and then everything just tastes like piss. Yeah, tastes real good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you drinking, dude? I am drinking... My patented favorite beer of all time, which actually, it probably isn't, but at the same time, I think it is. And I'll explain that in a moment. It is the (laughs) Mountain Goat Organic Steam Ale, which was given to me by a dear friend uh, for my birthday, delivered to my door. He sounds like a really great guy. He's okay, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yours truly, they were given to me by yours truly. (laughs) Which is me, but they were given to me by you. So, thank you, Shade, for my mountain goats. You are welcome. I've had these. They've actually changed the bottle on me, which I'm most disheartened about. They didn't consult me. They didn't even shoot me an email to let me know what was happening. So Disrespectful. I think so. I don't mind the change. If they had have asked me, I would have said, yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, <laughs> it's just annoying they didn't. But what is What is the change? It's just uh, like a lighter shade of blue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Used to be like... Oh, okay. A, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Right, okay. The, it used to be a lot... Uh, it was a simpler time. They had a lot less uh, fancy... They've got some lines on there now. Uh, but yeah. I'll have to get... Yeah. I think I've got an old bottle here somewhere. Just for you, Shane. I'll take a picture of them side by side and post it in the Discord. Yeah. I need a before and after, dude. Yeah. I'll give you like that. A who, a who wore it better? Yeah. I... I think I think I like the no oh, no nah, I can't I, <laughs> I can't decide I like them both yeah um so that's what you say that's what you say to the wife and or girlfriend when she's like what do you like better this dress or this dress it's like they both look great on you love they're good they're just different <laughs> <laughs> do you like my hair do you like me better as a brunette or a blonde uh you look at their hair quickly they're blonde you're like I think blonde actually <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't like me when I was a brunette? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just think it's hard because you've got blonde hair now and you're so beautiful, so it's hard to see you as anything else. Exactly. Write this down, people. <laughs> this yeah. is gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. This will get you out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are brownie points. This is yeah. this is actually a relationship advice podcast. <laughs> Our main ones are focused on hobby and wargaming and that kind of thing, but this... This is where the magic happens. This is relationships. 
and watch this go to number one on iTunes. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a cult following around a relationship advice, <laughs> which is just in general terrible, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> people will people believe anything these days if I've learned a thing or two about 2020. <laughs> oh man. Um so look, we've just finished recording our Test of Honor Journey into Test of Honor episode 3. Oh, it's cracking another dry. Got it, man. And it got me to thinking. I love Test of Honor because it's set in feudal Japan. The artwork's amazing. I've mentioned countless times why I love Test of Honor. But one of the reasons is the particular time frame they chose to place the game in, Feudal Japan. Yep. Okay. It got me to thinking, what is your favorite historical era for a war game? Oh. If Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm throwing it to you. I'm like... That's a really good one. And mm. you can pick a particular place as well, if you were to say, like obviously mine because of Test of Honor, I would say... Japan. Yeah. Sengoku period. Feudal feudal Japan. I don't want the exact yeah. year. Near <laughs> nearabouts is good enough. The century will do? Yeah, the century's fine. <laughs> yeah, a couple even a couple hundred year window's fine. Okay. Okay. That's uh that's a tough one, man, because like immediately I'm drawn to like World War Two, right? Which I know it's just inundated with with war games. But that's that- for a reason. Yeah. It's really yep, cool. That's true. I I think I would like to see a World War One style war game. So set, you know, in your nineteen fourteen to nineteen eighteen period. Yep. Um trench warfare. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. That'd be very um, cool. Although I just imagine it being a lot slower paced than like a lot of the war games that we play nowadays. That I mean You know what I mean? Like Oh, definitely. I think Yeah. That'd be a cool aspect of it, though. It's less about, mm. it's less fast-paced and more about maybe micromanaging resources or the micro-movements of your troops and your trenches and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I can sort of imagine it like it, uh, morale and pinning or something would play in a big effect. So, like, yeah. you know, you can pin your the enemy down in their trench and if you have enough morale and theirs is low enough or whatever, you you can charge their trench. So, like, the casualties, I suppose, would only be, like, when one of the other's trench gets charged. Like, you may lose a guy here or there just from, like, shooting, but when you're both in trenches, it's pretty hard to, like, hit each other, right? Yeah. Unless you go poke, poke your head up too high. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. I think that would be cool. Specifically, like a trench warfare skirmish or full war game type thing. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of no no man's land in between. Could have like landmines, barbed wire that you have to like traverse through or whatever. That'd be cool. You know what would be cool? It'd be cool if you had like X amount of points and you had you you chose whether you, you dedicated it to your troops and the types of weapons that they had or to traps and stuff at barbed wire and yeah. landmines in no man's land. Yep. So, like, yeah, you could f- completely neglect no man's land and, and load up your troops, but then the other person can just charge through and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be cool. Make it yeah. happen. It's... it's <laughs> I could try. <laughs> it's just tough, like, because I can't really imagine a war game in really any other period that 
interests me. Like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, like some sort of like Roman, like, um, you know, the medieval Roman would be pretty cool. Mm, that but, would be cool. Yeah. And then like med- medieval European, that sort of stuff, that would be pretty cool as well. But oh, I don't know, man. I reckon you would. I throw- just can't really imagine it. I reckon you would sell your car to play Age of Empires, the war game. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. <laughs> I used to froth Age of Empires, man. <laughs> you could even go buy it. You could even use uh, one of your, what do you call it? What's that car racing game? Gaslands. You could even use one of your Gaslands model for Big Daddy. <laughs> and he's back. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on with my Discord. That's all good. It keeps booting me. Oh, well. That's all right. We'll press on. I remember what I said. Yeah. You could even use one of your Gaslands models for the uh, Big Daddy car. <laughs> true. So, as long as it doesn't get taken over by an enemy priest. That uh, happened to me tr- once. True. The priest. I never recovered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is tricky, isn't it? Because, like, I mean, typically, if it's a good era, a popular era that's interesting to feature a war game during, it's been done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I like that trench yeah. warfare game. I'm about that. We did yeah. also we did also mention I've, um, I've started writing rules. Wait, for that game we just mentioned. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've started I've started writing rules for like a um I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. No, I'll just say it, whatever, no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beers and banter difference, my friends. <laughs> you can exactly. say whatever you want. <laughs> Um, I've started writing rules for like a space you said wait oh you did wait (laughs) yeah (laughs) are you worried about copyright issues no no no. okay (laughs) in that case yeah no one's listening so (laughs) a space what Shane (laughs) like a fleet combat kind of game like Star Wars Armada uh, well no (laughs) (laughs) for legal reasons no (laughs) It would be like my own universe kind of thing made up for it, like some sort of like just futuristic um, humans and that sort of stuff would be present. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I started just like thinking of ideas for that and like some sort of like ship combat um, that's not Star Wars Armada or X-Wing. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. I'll play it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I'm. Ne- I think I'm nearly at a stage where I could start throwing some dice. Ooh, mm. that's progressed more than I anticipated. Yeah, I thought you started yeah. writing the rules ten minutes ago. The way. You, the oh way no, <laughs> I've started writing some rules. I've got the name. It's called Planet Planet Battles. Not Star oh, Wars. It's, what, it's Planet Battles. Is it Penguin? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's incredible. <laughs> Spaceship fights. No, oh, yeah, gold, pure gold. I'll uh, sign me up as an investor. Okay. What do you need to get off the ground? What do you reckon? $10 million. (sighs) (laughs) I'm going to have to move some some things around. (laughs) I'm going to have to organize a couple of things. Oh. Yeah, it's all it's all in your checking account, isn't it? Yeah, you see, I got a checkings and a savings. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll yeah. let you know. I'll let you know. Uh, I'll okay. get back to you on that one. So, yeah. which uh, this is a lead into my second question. Oh, double. So, your favorite era? You got a couple. 
But what about yeah. your favorite race from any universal system? For example, mine is Crute from 40K. What's your favorite okay. race or faction or group of things from any system or any mm-hmm. universe? But it can't be your made-up game that you just mentioned <laughs> that no one has heard about ever. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, from Oh, man, I couldn't even think. Like, the first things that come to mind are like the 40K factions and then there's like the Star Wars factions. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick a favorite, I don't know if it'd be from any of them. You don't yeah. know what it is. Um, you just know it's not from one of them. Yeah, exactly. I don't actually like any of them. <laughs> Star bad. Wars 40K? Trash. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to release a good faction. Um, fuck. I can't even. That's a, that's a, that's a good question, man. What, uh, what's your favorite? Crute. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just said that. <laughs> that was actually in the question. It's like, well, mine's Crute. So, what's yours? <laughs> I don't know, man. What's yours? It's it's still crude. It hasn't, it hasn't changed. <laughs> a pop up didn't appear on my uh, my computer here that made me change my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's no, still crude. All right, still. I've crude. given you a lot to think about. I want part of the yeah. next beers and banter. You to know. Yep. You have to have locked in your favorite era. Yep. And also your favorite race, and then we're gonna make a game based okay. around that race in that era. Jesus, okay. All <laughs> a right. crossover, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> the crossover no one asked for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real uh, fun. You, I want to ask you. Okay. okay. So, you've found a child recently. Yeah, yeah, I did actually, yeah. Yeah. I thought the stork was going to drop it off, but apparently, no, you're just supposed to steal one from a neighbor. <laughs> so, that's what I did. Yeah. So, I want to know, now, you've got a you've got a pretty busy life. You work full time. You've got a child. Oh, yes. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, how do you get your hobby done when you have so much stuff going on on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. Um. It's an interesting question because in my head, I'm like, well, I don't feel like I've done no hobby, but (laughs) realistically, I I have painted a couple things here and there um, and I have had some good weeks. So, I think my mentality around, because yeah, like you mentioned, I've got a a child now, I've got a wife, I've got a full-time job. We've got this podcast, which is effectively a second job. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got other. I've got other commitments as well. Not, and it's not just hobby. It's 40k, Age of Sigma, uh, Star Wars Legion, Conquest, <laughs> Test of Honor. It's it, so many. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I think I, I used to come home with the idea of I want to get hobby done. I want to get it done at this time. So I'm going to change everything. I'm going to plan my day around getting this hobby done. And then when that wouldn't happen because of life, I would get discouraged and disappointed and I would carry that into the next day and I'd be like, well, now I have to get twice as much done because I didn't get what I wanted to get done yesterday. Yeah. 
And so it would keep building up and snowballing until at the end of the week, I'd done zero hobby and I felt crap about it and I didn't want to do any hobby. So, recently I've changed and I've just gone, look, I know what I want to do next, be it I want to paint this unit of things. I don't know when I'll do that. I don't know when that time will pop up. But I know the next time I need to paint them, I need to prime them. So, step one, prime prime this unit. And again, no idea when that's going to happen. So, I'll come home, make dinner, chill with the baby, see what happens. A little half, the baby falls asleep. Sarah's watching something on TV. Sarah's my wife, by the way. <laughs> D- don't know if you know that. No, I, I go, didn't know that. Yeah. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I go, you know what? I could go prime those models. So, I'll head out there and I'll prime them. I'll be like, sweet. Okay. Now, the next thing I need to do is get base coats. Now, that's not going to happen. Base coat a whole unit of dudes. They'll take hours. Yeah. So, I'll start with the greens. So, I'll pull out the green. I'll put it on. I'll set it all up so it's all ready to go. And then again, I'll, I'll be like, I don't know when that's going to happen. We'll see, we'll see what tomorrow brings. And I just, I've yep. changed and that's how I approach things now. I just, going off what you told me, I remember I was in a hobby slump and you're like, dude, just do anything, just a little bit every day. <laughs> and then at the end of yep. the week, instead of looking at zero models done and a mounting pile of tasks, you look at something that's had five or six things done to it. I'm like, awesome. And yeah, so that's all I try and do. I just try and do one or two things a day. Yeah. Works, man. Yeah, it really works. It really does. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah, that's how that's how I get anything done. Yeah, and you know what? When, I was sorry. No, you go. No, no, no. I was um I was thinking about it and like because I mean I haven't got a child, so that doesn't take up as as much time as as you obviously. Yeah. Um, still work full time. Podcast takes up his time. The uh the lovely girlfriend she takes up a lot of time as well. <laughs> I was sort of at a point where I'm like. Am I losing sleep because I'm staying up hobbying or am I hobbying instead of doing things that I should be doing instead, like mm. spending time with her or doing stuff around the house, you know, giving her a chop out and that sort of stuff. Um, and sometimes I was. I was like, oh, I really should just do the dishes. That way when she comes down, because she's working from home, she works upstairs in one of the spare rooms. Yep. She comes down and the dishes are done. Like, it's just a little thing that she might be like, oh, great thanks i don't have to do them now yeah but like i was just hobbying and like i'd be painting and she'd she'd come down and like look at the kitchen there's like a fucking pile of dishes there (laughs) yeah should have done those (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, yeah it's 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 hard it is tough because we've we've actually put a lot of stuff on our own shoulders we put a lot of expectations on ourselves we're like well we do a hobby podcast now we best be knowing our hobbies but that's not what that's not what Hobby Homies is. This nah. is just like a community of casual hobbyists, hobby enthusiasts yeah. from all different games and all different skill levels. And we are simply facilitators of that. You know? That's right. So, We're all in the same boat. Like, you know, we've all got commitments and, and you know, things that, that get in our, I would say get in our way of getting hobby done, but mm. that's life. The life gets in the way of everything. Yeah. I suppose it's more about traversing around it Um and you know you've got to you've got to enjoy the things that you have to do. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, you have to settle your son, but like in twenty years' time, you're going to be happy that you did that. You know, De- like definitely. Yeah. And yeah. you you raise a a good point there because what was happening when I set an expectation to get hobby done and I wouldn't is 
hobby turned into this chore that I had to make sure I got X done so that the next day I could do Y. So yeah. that by the weekend I would have Z done, you know? Yeah. And it, yep. it, it did. It started becoming this chore because I'd never been in a, at a stage in my life where I didn't have time, you know? So now with these things, I go, well, okay. Yeah. So those tasks, I go, well, that's the next thing I, I want to do instead of that's the next thing I got to do. So I pick out something and I go, I want to paint that mini. Yeah. 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 How am I going to do that this week? And so you go from doing things you enjoy and not worrying about getting time for that. And then suddenly, oh, crap, I got an hour. I get to, you get excited. You're like, I get to paint the thing I wanted to paint or read the rules I wanted to read, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah, most of hobby yeah. is a mental game, to be honest. True, true. Mm. I suppose, yeah, it's all about finding those things that you want to look forward to and, and um, yeah, yeah. And like, look, we, we've got it tough because we're bringing everyone together with our Discord and, and this podcast. So, there's so many game systems and miniatures and it's hard for us to be around everything. Like, look at our Discord, for example. We've got people in there that play the Froth Legion, 40K, Age of Sigma, um, Conquest, Ga- uh, the Game of Thrones one, the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, um, Blood Bowl. I'm, no, I'm, I'm missing more. Blood Bowl, yeah. And all, all the Mantic games, like Kings of War and that. Like, it's impossible for us to get around all of those game systems. Yeah. And it's kind of overwhelming because I feel like I need to. I need to get around these because this is what our Discord users and our Patreons and our, our listeners enjoy. Yeah. So, it's actually can be pretty like mentally taxing in a way, you know, like um, because you don't want to be like, I'm not going to do that because you feel bad. Like, I, I feel bad. Like, our, our listeners froth this system. So, why shouldn't we have a look at it and have a go at it? Yeah. it It's actually part of the reason. Like, I... I'll see them post stuff about Blood Bowl and I was and I'll be like, well, I've Blood Bowl's never interested me, but seeing these guys talk about it and knowing that they love it makes me want to get into it to provide content yeah. for them, but we 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 just we can't. We're only two people two people That's and six it, beers between us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It is it, it's a and not to mention like if it were up to me, if I had unlimited time and resources, I'd play every game under the sun. Oh, same, man. So same, and money as well. That's a big factor. Yeah, you know, all of these game systems cost you a couple hundred bucks to get into, like, relatively seriously. You know, like you can buy a box of minis from anywhere for twenty five, thirty bucks. Yeah, but like, if you want to be able to play a game, you might need to spend two hundred on miniatures minimum, and then buy the rules or whatever. And like, it really adds up. Yeah. And the biggest currency for me right now is time. So, when I buy something, yeah. I actually, I look at a box of, let's say, I saw Tau Pathfinders and I was like, they're like 45 bucks or I think they're 50 now with the price hike or whatever. Yeah. I saw Still these, a good value box. I was like, 50 bucks? Easy. I'll, yeah. 50? Done. But then I'm like, well, hang on. Yeah, it's $50 and that's easy. But it's also like probably an hour and a half building. I'd say, yep. you know, mold line removing and all that, maybe two hours. And then yeah. it's like, I need to prime it, which, you know, takes probably, if I got a rattle primer, it's fine. But if I want to zenithal it with an airbrush, we're looking at maybe half an hour there. And then I want yep. to, if I want a base coat, you know, I start racking it up and I'm like, that's six, eight hours. That's an hour a night, which I don't already have. But let's say I got lucky for an entire week 
<laughs> I will have yeah. just painted this one box of things, you know, so time becomes my currency. I kind of go, how long will it take me yeah. to build, paint, all that kind of stuff? So Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then when you talk about getting into new systems, I'm like, a cup, you know, $150 for a star set, that's cheap, easy, so many yeah. models, such good value. And I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. There's the time building 60 <laughs> time. models, the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Being time poor is a real thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It is a real thing. And I'm time yeah. poor for good reasons. Like, I love my job, my wife, my child, my dog. Like, yeah. I love all those things. But yeah, it is a, it's a real yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's my, my mentality just shifted this last week and it's been really good. I've painted two whole Patreon models. Yeah, man, you've been killing it. Um, which, you know, I like to put a little bit of time and effort into them. So, yeah, I've finished two of those. In fact, I've finished them in four or five days or something. Yeah. So, you know, at that rate, if I put that time into a unit of tabletop things, I could probably finish an entire unit in a week. But I mean, I'm not going to set that expectation. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. the time is there. You just got to prioritize, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's just one of the hurdles is working around that that time mm. when you can and can't get away with doing some hobby. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea how these uh, 40K tournament players just paint full armies and play three games a week for practice. Oh, yeah. No Man, idea. Their um, their partners must be very, very understanding women. I mean, un- understanding. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you look at like the LVO <laughs> players and stuff and you're just like, where, I mean, you must, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do you, fam. I wanted to finish off with another question, which yep. kind of touches on what I just mentioned about the competitive players, but I'm interested what kind of hobbyer you want to be like what do you see yourself achieving from hobby what's your goal let's say five years from now what do you want shane the hobbyist to be Mm, okay okay um look probably probably just a matter just keep doing what i'm doing dude like yeah i'm not a tournament player i will play absolutely don't get me wrong but i'm not going to be one of those guys that like builds a new meta list every you know every two months every yep. faq i'm not going to change something i'm just going to build something that's got like the rule of cool you know what i what i like um and just keep building and painting that's because painting is probably the biggest thing for me probably where i get my most enjoyment although sometimes like it becomes a drag and you know and like you get burnt out and that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, I, I froth painting, man. And mm. like, yeah, I'd probably just keep on trucking, dude. Do you see... So, hobby for you is just the fun of doing it. But yeah. With yeah. your painting, do you hope to get to a particular standard or are you more like, I just like painting different things and putting them in the display cabinet and having it as a memory or... Something like that, or do you oh, go? I hope to get to the standard where I can enter it in comps, or don't. Yeah, like I always want to improve. Like I'm always trying new techniques. Um, like I did some freehanding today, actually. Oh. Um. So yeah, yeah. I always want to like just 
raise that bar a little bit, but I just take it real slow, man. Like, you know, there's a lot of techniques which are, I suppose are probably pretty basic, but I've never even tried. Mm. Like wet blending is a prime example. Yeah. Still never tried wet blending. Um, but I, I, I froth painting different stuff and just slapping it in the cabinet. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, like, I like it. It looks cool. Even though I never use it in a game. Yeah. I got a slaughter, a slaughter priest looking at me right now that I've never never used in a, in a you know, Age of Sigma army. I remember. He's, he's cool. You were once like, uh, gosh, I can't remember the conversation to be honest, but you were looking at Corn and Age of Sigma. And I remember spending probably about four hours looking at competitive medalists for Age of Sigma Corn. Yeah. And I was like, all right, so the standard is everyone has two slaughter priests and two of these. <laughs> and so you're going to want to get these. Uh, there's this one on eBay for $20. I reckon that's a great deal because you can't actually get it. But every list needs at least two. It's a staple. So yeah. the way you run it is you run it with like a blob of, you know, and you're like, dude, yeah, I, just yeah. wanted to, I just wanted to paint some models, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, all that's nice, that's but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah, man. The re- how, about, how about you? Well, the reason I asked was because uh, tournament organizer Dave, one of our patrons, uh, asked me when I was when I played against him with my Indominus Necrons. He was like, "What are you? What are your goals? You know, is it, are you just want to like you want to play a few games for the 40k league and that's kind of it, or are you like a competitive player? You know, what's your what's your jam? Yeah. I think he was sussing out. Is this the kind of guy I can rep out? two games or, th- you know, four games a month with and we practice our yeah. lists and we fine-tune them against each other. And I'm like, you know what? I never I never really thought about that. But yeah, I think I would froth that, you know. having a, It's tricky because I love every 40K faction that there is. So, yeah. I'm also <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a collector, which is uh, a bit of a drawback if you also want to be competitive because competitive, you got to rep out games, you got to hone your specific army, tweak little things if you see a list with three riptides you know you got to drop three warriors and add you know this kind of thing you do those little tweaks yeah yep but it's tricky to also do that but also have every single faction in 40k which i feel like i do at the moment man i think there's been like every at one point you've wanted to collect every single army you've you've had it in your cart you had a a full-on like list that you've made on Battlescribe yep. in your cart. Definitely. There's, there's like 1500 bucks, and you're like, mouse is hovering over the buy it now button. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, and, so. and, I, and I check out with ZipPay and it's like, you need to pay your first payment today. And I'm like, today's going to be a bit of a stretch actually for me, ZipPay. <laughs> Maybe I'll hit this next week and then by next week, I've got a different, yeah. It's a ten, different army. Ten, yeah. ten items in there. And the yeah. thing is, I, I think I want to play 40K competitively and I, I do want to rep out games and I love the idea of tweaking your list and list building, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, well, I say that, but I played one Space Wolves game against you yep. and then didn't play Space Wolves again. Yeah. <laughs> and then I played one Tyranid game in the 40K comp and then didn't play Tyranids again. And then I played one... Necron game against Dave and didn't play Necrons again. So I'm like, do you really want to play competitive 40k <laughs> where you play the same army over and over again? Like Adrian yeah. that we had that we talked about on the podcast for the GTO, the Harlequins player, played 80 yeah. games in eighth edition or something. It's just insane. That's what you gotta do to be good at the game. And I'm like, yeah. do I want that? So I'm still I'm still wrestling with that. I don't actually know. I think 
I think I do. I think I want to play Terranids. I think I want to just focus on them. But that's well, what- they've been your they've been your like first love forever. Oh yeah. Um, I suppose it's just hard to like bite that bullet because I'm in the same boat. I'm a bit of a collector. I, I've got bits of everything. Yeah. Whether it's a single model from a faction or or half an army, but like. Yeah, you 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 build these lists and you buy the armies and you and like yeah, like you said, you've got Tyranids, Space Wolves, Necrons, Death Guard, uh, other ones I'm probably forgetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh man, it's it's so tough. Like because you got to go. All right, this is the only thing I can think about for the next twelve months minimum. Yeah, yep. From painting to list building to all that kind of stuff, it's a it's a big commitment. Just one being like good with one army. Especially the yeah. armies I have, I always like playing as the underdogs. Yeah. Which takes a bigger commitment because you really need to know every other army and their ins and outs and how to play against them. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm still wrestling with it. I still think I do want to be competitive and rep out games. And But, yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side and I see that shiny yeah. new <laughs> army and I'm like, yeah, Tyranids is cool. I've I've loved them from day dot, but... So is Chaos Knights. <laughs> yes. Or so is Custodes or Death Guard or, or Grey Knights. Yeah, I'm just actually <laughs> reading all the armies in my cabinet next to me. <laughs> or so is Test of Honor and, yeah. and Song of Ice That's and Fire. The, yeah. It's the trouble with our with our hobby though, man. There's just there's so much out there and there's only so much time. Like yeah. I remember listening to the podcast um for Scott the miniature maniac from Miniac. Trapped under plastic. And trapped under plastic. There yeah. So check that one out. Yeah. Um him and his mate John were talking about it and they're like, it's a pretty morbid way to think about it, but basically you've only got so many minis in you, right? Like yeah. for your life you are only going to be able to paint so many. Mm. So like if that number is a thousand or six hundred or 5,000, depending on how quickly you paint. Yeah. You've got a certain number at the end of the day. Like, it's like, all right, these 10, they're going to come out of my total number of minis that I'll ever paint in yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah. It is morbid, but it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So- I think mine's like 100. I mean- <laughs> yeah. I think that's true. about all I could get through. And all my armies are 200 plus, so- <laughs> Yeah. Set myself up for there failure. You go, there. Yeah, <laughs> looks like you're playing an elite army. Yeah, well, I do have custodes, and they're not bad now. So <laughs> yeah, I've painted five custodes models. So percent wise, I actually think that's probably my most painted army. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's probably like five hundred points. Thousand right points right yeah, there, at least. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah, man, great question. I will ponder. I'm going to ponder that. What I want to get. Yeah, what kind of hobby I want to be. I'm going to spend the next yeah. week. You know what? If I, from now till next week, can only touch Tyranids, that's a good start. Yeah. That's a good start. Yep. If I don't get distracted before now and literally one week away, I think I think we could be <laughs> onto something. True. But you know me. True. Well, I'll be t- this next week, I'll be talking about my uh, Grey Knights. You know, I haven't touched my Grey Knights in a while. So, yeah. <laughs> anyways I think that's us for that's Beers it, and Banter yeah yeah man um, we are out of time because we are time poor so we'll see how <laughs> we get it's a thing it's a thing it's a real thing it's a thing we're <laughs> suffering from it we're chronic yeah chronic time poorists 
Um, so, look, Love it. normally now we would go, hey, tune in next week for a beers and banter where we discuss bleh, but this format's a bit different because we don't know what next beers and banter is going to be. Could be anything. The beers, they talk to us and then we talk yes. to you. So, <laughs> until then, it's been real. Toodles. True. Hooroo.